Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Livewire Gaming Show. I cut Stephen off. I didn't think you actually meant 3 to 1 go. I thought it was 3 to 1 way 10 <laughs> seconds go. <laughs> nah, 3 to 1 go. We do a quick round here. Um, we're back again. We took another week off, unfortunately. Just just, just probably to cover it really quickly. Um, Stephen started on a new job a couple of months ago and that's really, really busy. And Dylan is back in work after the pandemic shutting everything down. So... They're just busy. Um, I'm putting all the blame on those two. It's yeah, not me at all. It's all on them. No. All on them. But no, it's yeah. just life is busy and it's probably going to become the case that we don't do a weekly thing and we might not always upload on the same day. So it, we'll, we'll be moving things around and just recording where we can, I think. But we have to discuss that. Those. We have to discuss that. We're terrible at discussing things. We're totally professional. Anyway, mm-hmm. we've got a big thing to talk about this week. Um, Disney Plus Day. Disney Plus Day. No. We've got a big thing to talk about. We'll get to that, but me and Steven played something that we're both really looking forward to, and there's been a lot of coverage this week, but we'll get to that. It's a big surprise, this Elden Ring. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Before we do, there's quite a lot to catch up on. Um, Steven, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? It's, it's, it's been a couple of weeks again, so you can talk about what you've been doing, and YouTube gets to watch me eat a curry. I think we should day. just. I think we should do an ASMR of you just eating curry. I think that's what we should, our new thing should be. Yeah, scratch that plate. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on, Stephen. Before we get side too sidetracked, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I actually haven't been up to much at all. Just bits to do with the house. Um, work has been fucking part mental. About that? It never ends. It never ends. There's always I don't know. something. Yeah, there's always some. The worst thing is we got a new stove in and they took out the fireplace. There was a fireplace there, or the mantelpiece. We were hoping to sell the mantelpiece. They fucking destroyed the thing. And then to make it worse... And those things are worth the, money. The wrong, yeah, they installed the wrong mantelpiece. Fuck sake. <laughs> so to come back in and do that again on Monday or Tuesday, it's like... Oh. Now, to be fair... They owned up, owned up to it and they're like, oh, we're really sorry about that. But it's like, fuck's sake. Cowboys, Ted. Cowboys. <sighs> Shoddy workmanship. Yeah. <laughs> so that's frustrating. But in terms of the game, um, the only sorry, thing I did just, do actually. Just before you say that, we there used to be a, ma- uh, a fireplace and a mantelpiece in this room. And when we were buying the house, they're like, oh, we put in a nice little electric fireplace for you and it'd be lovely. And I was like, get rid of it. They're like, what? I was like, cover it up. I don't want it. Like, oh, but it depends. Like, get rid of it. And it, it used to be right there. <laughs> now it's They're not. so fucking drafty. Yeah. yeah no I was like, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. I don't need a nice little yeah. fireplace. No. Anyway. But it's, um, no, the stove, I suppose when I light it, it'll be great. But it's, yeah, it used yeah. to be so fucking drafty. Jeez, yeah. it's got rid of that now, thankfully. Um, Game wise, so what I did do was, um, I was like, oh, my new laptop that I got from work. I was like, I wonder will it run a few games. So I was quite dead loop, dead loop on it, and it works reasonably well. To kind of Can it run Crisis? Probably. But the new Crisis is shite, so I don't want to run that. Um, but what it, what it does run, and I'm really interested to see how that goes, is Endwalker. I did the Endwalker benchmark and put everything onto max, and it ran it really well. I was like, Huh, I might actually be able to play Endwalker while on my couch. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. So, yeah, I might know like Final Fantasy Endwalker when it comes out now. We'll see. Probably not. I have no time to play games anymore. Um, But yeah, that got delayed by two weeks. So that was a bit of a kick. Yeah. But also, I'm going to play it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's only two weeks. It's not that big. Like the, the only really shitty no. part of that is that people obviously had book time off work for it, and now they probably have to try rejig that around. And yeah, it, all, it, it also comes out the same day as Halo, and the day before Destiny or the day after Destiny's 30th anniversary. So, if you're into any of those three games, right. it's a busy couple of days. Fucking hell, yeah. But there is Jeez, a rumor actually, circulating though that the Halo multiplayer is going to come out next week. Yeah, the seventeenth. I saw something yeah. like that could for yeah. Halo's twentieth anniversary. Yeah. That would be class. Yeah, be cool. I think that'd be great. Um, not that you're going to play it, but it'd be class. Um, well, I, I, I that the multiplayer is free. I don't really care for PvP stuff anymore. I think I'm getting old, but I'm, I am interested in playing the Infinite campaign because I have Game Pass till February. So. Oh yeah. Have you played through any of the older ones? Yeah, no. I've played some of the first one. That's it. I was a PlayStation kid. I didn't own an Xbox. I own a ma- I own the Master Chief Collection now, but I haven't played it. I bought it like everything else. I bought it and never played it. That's what I do. You also got Bioshock there during the week. That I did. Never get played. Thank. I, no, that will get played. That. Thank you for that. That was there was a bit of a funny story behind that actually. So. I sent Steven a picture of the Bioshock that it's 80% off, like from 60 quid for the collection down to 11 or 12 euro. And I sent him the picture of it and I was like, oh, it's very tempting, I might get it. And I was sitting in a work meeting and in the bottom right of my screen in the middle of a work meeting. Now, it was a fairly informal work meeting, so it wasn't actually bad, but it popped up. You have received a gift on Steam. Now, usually when I launch like a work meeting, like I X out of Discord, X out of Steam, to stop this, but this is the one time I didn't do it, and I received the gift of the Bioshock collection on, on Steam. So thank you for that, Steven. I will get you back You're next welcome. payday. You won't. No. I will. Or maybe not uh, next payday. I might wait for something cool to show up there and then send it to you. That's fair enough. Or, or, you or, or you're just paying or, me or. back the money I saved you on Deadloop. <laughs> I think I did that with Bioshock Infinite, so. That's true. That's true. The um the only other thing that I did was because of the the gameplay reveal for Elden Ring and all the praise around it, I started getting the the Soulborn itch again. So mm-hmm. I downloaded Bloodborne and went back into Bloodborne, and then promptly turned off Bloodborne because it's thirty frames per second and it's horrendous, and it it is much better on PS Five. But Jesus, it's at, at least it's a solid thirty frames a second on PS Five. It still is framey though, like a couple of enemies on the screen, and it just ah, oh, nothing, nothing's gonna do it for me anymore until we get into our topic and we need to talk about it. No, so that's no. that's it. That's it, it for me. It, um, it is one of those that like with PlayStation finally moving into the PC, st- like they announced the the creation of a new PC. Oh yeah, label. PSPC. A, a few weeks. PlayStation PC, very original, very original um, font. Like, if we haven't seen that before, <laughs> yeah. very, very original font. But, uh, <laughs> like, I don't think it changes a whole lot, really. It just kind of, it shows that it makes they are it official. De- it makes it official that they are dedicated yeah. to doing it. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. like, let's be honest, like, 
as PlayStation players who have like a lot of PlayStation, a lot of PS players and Xbox players moved to PC in the last four or five years. Moved is probably the wrong word, but have built PCs in the last four or five years because PC gaming is so accessible now at a lot of price points. And the one thing that any PlayStation player that has played Bloodborne is asking for is Bloodborne port to PC. Because Bloodborne's like, out of all of the From Software games, maybe not come February, but it is the best looking out of them. It's the most beautiful of them. And it's got that atmosphere. So I think people want to experience that at a playable frame rate. Yeah. Unless you know you've been on PS the whole time and 30 frames a second is still what you're used to, so then it's okay. Yeah, because I remember playing Shootout and never batting an eye. No. And, uh, it's, it's only when you PC. go back. Yeah, it's only when you go back. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, so that's actually I I have Game Pass. I think Salt and Sanctuary is on that. Probably a few Souls boards. I actually, actually want to ask you about to... that. Game Pass has um, it takes two on it if you want to try to play Shootout together because that's got a lot of praise this year. Oh, that's is that the like. Cop story. It, it's the guy. Fuck the Oscars guy. His new game, I think it is. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Jack, is it? Ferez or something like that? No, crap on names. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the yes, Oscars. Yeah, I've heard it. I, I heard it got praise. Yeah, no, um, like, yeah, it's on Game Pass. So I'll be, I'll be there. And you have Game Pass now, so. I do have. That's, that's, I'm going to talk about that in a second. It was great. About why yeah, so I have Game Pass. Let's hand over to you and your, your fucking mental week with game pass well like i actually played a lot of games over the last couple of weeks um like it's at the stage in the season of destiny it's been that way for a while but this season of destiny is a long one until the 30th anniversary stuff comes out so i'm kind of rooting around for other things to keep me entertained for a while i landed on rocket league for a few days and i used to play a hell of a lot of rocket league when it first launched and i was okay at it and i was playing rocket league and i'm still okay at it but when I'm not play when you're playing that with just randos, you're queuing into competitive ranked modes with randos. You get one good teammate for every four or five games, and I'm like Ross in Friends when he's on when his sandwich gets eaten. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Rocket League is not good for my rage, so I uninstalled Rocket League just for the sake of my health and my monitors. Fair it's yeah, it's I can I. Can, were you playing oh. keyboard and mouse or playing no, uh, controller. Game okay, controller. Yeah. Just it's easier. I can handle people, and it's the same in any game. I can handle people who aren't particularly good or skilled at something because I recognize that there is a limit to somebody's ability and there's a limit to my ability and that's it. It's people who are just plain stupid that I can't handle and that's what bugs the hell out of me in Rocket League. It's not that someone might not be very good, it's they they do stupid things and they every, like everyone ninety percent of people that play Rocket League are very selfish and they want it they want to be the hero they mm. want to have the all the glory it's like no hit the ball forward and then rotate in behind your teammate let them go forward and then they rotate in so it it just makes sense it's like pass the ball stop being like five year old children chasing after the football in, in the playground pass it but you're not Arsenal you're not trying to walk into the net it's exactly what it was it was like. It was like watching Arsenal play. It was exactly what it was like. And I actually used that um, reference with it last week and I was giving out one of my moments. was, you're not fucking Arsenal. Stop trying to walk it in. Pass the ball. Be Barcelona. 
But yeah, I've stopped stopped playing Rocket League again because it's just not good for my rage. Um, The reason I was playing Rocket League was because I was waiting for Forza to come out. Um, I'm not... I played a lot of Need for Speed when I was younger, like a lot of us probably did. And Mm -hmm. as I matured, or as my tastes in games matured a bit, I kind of fell off racing games. But Forza was getting a hell of a lot of praise, so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. I was going to buy it outright, but I've had an expensive week with other things, so I kind of decided to game pass it instead. Um, I was very disappointed when my Discord gift of two months game pass wouldn't work because I've had game pass before. So I went to buy a month at normal price, only to find that I had three months sitting there for the price of one euro. So it worked out okay in the end. I I got two months free anyway, I just got an extra month for a euro, so I'm not complaining. Um, And yeah, Forza is, like, I don't know if you've played Forza yet, Steven, I know you were talking about giving it a shot. Like, I know racing game, like, Racing games have always kind of looked okay because the cars are easy to model, I'm assuming, to make look like the realistic thing. And then they just hide all the crap behind motion blur. But Forza is a stunning game. Like, it's the benchmark for Fidelity and that sort of game. It's, like... There's so many occasions where I just stop judging and get this game just... It looks incredible. It really does. It plays really well. Um... It's not like Need for Speed, which I don't enjoy. Like I don't enjoy the Gran Turismo style thing, where it's very, no. very over realistic. I prefer kind yeah. of more arcadey racing. And Force is kind of somewhere between the two. Um, but yeah, like it, it's uh, there's a lot to do with tuning the car and that. And I don't have a breeze. Like I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't understand cars. I know what a nice car looks like. But apart from that, I don't really know anything about cars. But what's really nice about Forza is that, Stephen, you could know everything about cars. And you could have a tune. You could tune the car and upload your tune to the server for people like me to download. So I was in no. a race I was in a race today and I had to use a, sp- a sports car off-road. Now, if you know anything about cars, you know that sports cars don't really go well off-road. It no. was a Toyota Supra in the dust, it was skidding everywhere. So I looked up, went onto this thing that people have uploaded. I found a tuning for the car that worked well off-road. I downloaded it, and suddenly I won the race by about two laps. <laughs> because it was, the car was just a beast. And that, like the community stuff in the game is fantastic. Like you can do like, ski, you can edit a car, the visuals of it, the decals, the coloring whatever the pain and you can upload that and i can go and download that as well so a lot of the community stuff is really cool um i haven't played too much of the story because it's got a seasonal content model which i'm a fucking sucker for because i see i have if i don't get that mclaren by the end of the season i can't get that mclaren so i have to get that mclaren and i really dislike that sort of stuff in a full price game so but apparently the racing game sim game community don't mind that sort of stuff so I'm not part of that community really, so I'll keep my mouth shut. It's a bit like the football sim community. They kind of don't really give a shit about throwing extra money at their screen. Um, but yeah, the game you say itself. That, but you play Destiny and it does the exact same thing. Yeah, but I don't. I don't put that money in because I can earn all that stuff in game. Like I've got thirty thousand bright dust sitting there that I just spend on stuff whenever I want it, and that's not real money. I don't like when it asks you to put in extra money. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that's kind of funny. I don't know if he still listens to the podcast, but 
Griff is top of every single fucking leaderboard and I can see which cars he's using and what level he's at. And I'm like, he's clearly just bought the car pass. <laughs> but that's okay because it's there and if, uh, I, I'm not buying it because I got it on Game Pass for a euro and I have I have a visitor. Um, but yeah. Loki open doors or is the door just left open? Um, we think he knows how to open doors. But he gets lucky sometimes and doesn't get lucky other times. Or we're just terrible at closing doors. But yeah, no, back to just the gameplay side of Forza. Like, it okay, it plays well. It's one of the most critically acclaimed sports racing games. Racing games. Racing's a sport. One of the most critically acclaimed racing simulators. And yeah, it plays very well. And just... But on the story, you've got, I think it's called Expeditions, and they're kind of like, you've got all your races around, and you have to complete so many races to get enough XP to get to the next expedition, and it's those expeditions are fantastic. Like, there's set pieces, set piece things that happen, and those are brilliant, because they're, they're those, that part of the game is so well polished, because it's the standout, and that sort of stuff's fantastic. Um, apart from that, I bought the GTA... Definitive edition for PS5. So my experience has been good. <laughs> and there's been a hell of a lot of drama with the PC versions of the game. It's it, They got cyberpunked. They, they got pulled off the fucking PC store by Rockstar because, well, nobody can fucking play the games because Rockstar made a mess of it. But well, when you own the launcher, though, it's a really... It's not the same thing. Like, it's not the same as PlayStation pulling your products. From the well, store, you know? no, it's not. However, th th there's a reason that it happened for the same reason. Well, no, it didn't really. One happened because the product wasn't playable. The other happened because PlayStation will only refund you. Re will only refund the product if you deem it faulty. Mm -hmm. And by deeming it faulty, it meant that they were no longer willing to sell a faulty product. So that yeah. that's why that happened. So it was CD Projekt Red kind of made a show of PlayStation, so PlayStation made a show of CD Projekt Red. That's what that was about. It was posturing. It was a whole, hell of a lot of posturing from both sides. Anyway, yeah, I, I played a little bit of that. Um, the only way I can really describe it is those games look and play the way you thought they did 20 years ago. God. That, that, that's what it's like. So the way you thought they did when you first played them, that's what the way this remaster is. And I mean that in a good way. Because not a way when you played games back then, you go, oh my god, this looks yeah. so great, and this is amazing. And when you look back now, it's like, oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> but this gives them a nice coat of polish. I know there's a hell of a lot of drama about the way some of the character models look, and look, the 20-year-old games. Like, <laughs> you can argue the price point, maybe, but 20 euro for each of them, I can't really say that that's too much of an ask really um but yeah i won't get into it they're fun they're gta um apart from that I, we'll get into the main topic in a minute i haven't played it yet but i did buy buy metroid dread and i got it for six euro because gamestop are idiots apparently trade in a four-year-old game and get a new game for six euro. I don't really get that logic, but it worked. out. Basically, trade in any Nintendo first-party game from any time. Any time. It's the it most value. It was ridiculous. But anyway, I'm not complaining. Um, 
before we get into Elden Ring, my Vault of Glass print arrived, arrived this week. It's in Ooh. that little container right there. I haven't really opened it properly because I wait until I get a frame. Because I'm just going to take out a packaging, put it in the frame, and put it on the wall, and it's going to be shiny. It is really nice, though. Is it, um... It's called a holographic and stuff. Or it's like it? it's got like a metallic print finish to it. Um, you know the picture. It's the one the art piece that went around. But it's like it's got a metallic finish to it. It's not like a display, but it's got the same kind of finish to it. Mm. So it's 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 really nice. So yeah, I'm looking forward to putting that up. It's gonna go up right here. I was thinking that that'd be nice there. Yeah. yeah, I put I'm, I'm I don't know whether I put it dead center or to the side because I've also got some Star Wars prints there. That I'm gonna put up, so I might put that up in the middle and then them underneath it or them on top of it or whatever. I haven't, I haven't figured it out. I'm so old, such an adult. Have you got anyway, drywall or concrete? That's, that's concrete. Is that okay? That that's that's concrete. The one here is drywall. The one behind here is solid concrete. So if I ever decide to put the OLED up on the wall, it's going on this wall, <laughs> the concrete one. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a pain to drill through concrete, though. Worth it, though. <laughs> that shit's not... Up. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Anyway, yeah. let's move on to the main topic, because I know we both want yes. to talk about it. Yes. Um, it's the last thing I did this week. We did a bit of... Me and Steven played two or three hours out this afternoon. Um, Elden Ring, the network test dropped is over this weekend and we both played it today for a few hours and have a lot of thoughts on that there's been a hell of a lot of coverage this week it all started i think last this day last week or one of the yeah. days last week um from software had a 15 to 20 minute gameplay reveal um it was followed up by a network test for um media people in the journalists. media and reviewers and journalists and they all got to play it for a few days and all of their thoughts i think lifted the embargo lifted on tuesday i'm gonna say and all of the information starts spilling out about this game because apparently from software are very proud of their product and don't mind that it's not out for another three months i want people to experience a hell of a lot of it me and yeah. steven played some of the demo of that today look it, it was a network test, but it was a fucking demo. It was a massive demo. I'm going to go back to eating some of my curry. Steven, just dive in. Like, just, just dive in. Start well, wherever you want. We got, to, we got to, well, firstly, me and Zaki nearly ended our friendship. So there was that. It wasn't that bad. You blocked me instantly. Oh, yeah. Because you got the thing first, and then I got it twice. So I got later. the code. And you, you were like, just so you know, you're blocked, and then sent a screenshot on the Discord. <laughs> so uh, our friendship was ended for about a minute. Um, and yeah. then you got the code, and it was all fine. I don't know yeah, like, before I got the code. No, you didn't. <laughs> the, um, but the first thing I did when I got the code was stick it on remote download, went down, put it on, went to see if the network was live, knowing it wouldn't be, but just to see if you could get to the title screen to hear the... And, title you, screen and you could and you could and you could and it's awesome it's yeah. so like powerful it's so yeah so then today loaded in before we start talking about that what did you think of the gameplay reveal last week because we never got a chance to talk about that because it's just busyness yeah like, the gameplay reveal was um because i 
I watched it afterwards. So I watched the, the VOD afterwards. And the first thing that struck me, as I know it did a lot of people, and I'll, I was one of these people, but I, I'm taking it back now, was I was put off by the reuse of the animations and the sounds from Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro because it felt to me, it was like, oh, I get why they're reusing these assets, but it takes me out of what the world is that they're trying to build. Because I'm hearing the, the parry sound, like, okay, yeah, that's a Dark Souls sound. Or you're hearing the, the visceral attack, you're like, okay, well, that's Bloodborne. And it just it takes you out of it because you're like, oh, that's this world. And you're like, but I want to be in this world. I want to be in Elden Ring. But playing the game today, I didn't even think of it once. Yeah. So the gameplay reveal probably made it look worse than what it is in the gameplay. But the reveal, like, it was very... You could tell it was a FromSoft game. Like, there was some of the frame stutters. There was um, some of the janky-ass fucking combats. But there was the bits where... Uh, what was it? The Your man was fighting one of the, the enemies and he did a spear attack. And it looked like it connected. And there was no hit register. And I was like, oh my god, this game is going to be fucking shite. And it wasn't until I looked after it again. I was like, no. Hitboxes are just really fucking good. Like you could watch it, like the spear literally just passes by him, but like through his just beside his mm. body. If that was any other FromSoft game, that'd hit you from a fucking mile ago. Um Them Sekiro hitboxes. Oh Jesus, yeah. So um yeah, like the gameplay reveal hyped me, but I was also like, oh, I don't know if this is shaping out to be what I want it to be. Like when they reveal how big the open world was and what you had to do, and I was like, "It's fucking big." <laughs> I have I have serious open world issues. Like I don't like open world games. You know what it is for me? I'm I'm at a stage where I'm kind of a little tired of open worlds as well. But this felt different because it wasn't just the whole go here, scan this, get all yeah. the collectibles. It was. It's hard. It's actually. I, I can't actually find the words to say it. it it's almost it was, like it's. The, here's your objective. Yeah. Go do it. But by the way, you probably would want to do some of these things you see along the way. Yeah. But um, there's also hidden things there that if you completely miss, look, fine. You'll just struggle. Yeah. But if you go look, you'll get something really cool. And it's like, yeah, okay, fine. And. The open worlds, like, as big as it looks in the gameplay reveal, and I know we only get a small area, it actually felt very manageable. It didn't feel like you were traveling fucking hours yeah. to get from one point of interest to the next. It felt like whenever you traveled somewhere, something was around. You were watching out for enemies, or you were looking at something that was going on. So the world felt populated, whereas in a lot of open world games, you're traveling empty spaces. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I, I kind of felt like <clears throat> it didn't just feel like one big sprawl, like a Far Cry game or something like that. It felt like it was very purposefully done where you'd have a big open area and then that'd lead you to a single pathway. So we went up in, through the big door into the into the grounds of the castle. Full spoilers, by the way. Um, it, we kind of went there was only one way we could go it wasn't just the mm -hmm. case of there's all oh, we can see for miles 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 it was you can see for miles but 
and there's this sprawl, but it's one open area, and then there's a funnel, and then there's another big open area, or a dungeon, or it would have been the castle, which looks fucking massive, by the way. But it wasn't like an Assassin's Creed, or a far... A, a, a Ubisoft open world, where it was just open emptiness, and it was just massive. Yeah. And it was, go scan this and see what's there. It was... It was very open and very big, but there was a definitive path to follow. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that the um, the grace lights, whatever they're called, are very faint. Like, I can't see them half the time. So when you're like, just follow the fucking the light of grace, I'm like, I can't fucking see the light of grace. Steven, just reach out and touch grace. I, I don't like that you have that song in my head anymore. <laughs> I, I purposely went off Marilyn Manson last year. I don't need him back in my head. Sorry, I guess. The um. Just don't listen to his version. Listen to another version. True. No, every well, time. Who are every... lads again? <sighs> Remember, every time we got to a bonfire, which are called sites of grace in this game, my team, my I, I would just shout out, reach out, and touch grace, and every Plus, time also... Stephen would groan. Yeah, and then so would um, the, the ladies because they like the two fingers. They're, what were they? The maiden, the two fingered maidens or the maidens of yeah, two fingers or something? It's the finger maidens. The finger maidens, yeah. Finger maidens, yeah. <laughs> the fingered maidens. <laughs> oh, Stephen. Oh, that was me and you. <laughs> But no, <laughs> no, it's still because no one watches this. <laughs> back, back, back to Elden Ring. Back to Elden Ring. So I think we'll talk about just like our own experiences, and then we can dip back to the overall reception so far. Apart from PC gamers, dumb article. But um, no, I'm talking I, about PC gamers in general because they didn't get in, in invite. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But no, um, it's that you start off in that kind of cave, a cavern at the start. You spawn the cavern, and it's like, oh, this it's a Dark Souls. It's definitely a Dark Souls game. Feels like a Souls game, looks like a Souls game. I think it's probably closer to Demon Souls than Dark Souls. I found it that way anyway, and maybe that's just because I've played Demon Souls more recently. I think it's the visuals of it as well. Like, the visual. To me, it felt more like Sekiro. It, it, it was Demon it Souls. Was, yeah. yeah, if to me, it felt like a Demon yeah. Souls Sekiro yeah. mudblood. Yeah, no, it yeah, was it was it, it was a Demon Soul Sekiro love child for me anyway, and mm -hmm. yeah, you start in that cavern and then you're working your way up. And you're like, yeah, it's definitely a Souls, and then you kind of you walk outside that door for the first time. You're like, oh, this is different. <laughs> this is very different. You're like, oh, hey, it's Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's an open world. It's got to be Breath of the Wild. Just like it's it's it's, 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 sli it's slightly difficult. It's a Souls game. And it's walking out and then seeing the, the vast vis, you're like, oh, hey, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I, I think, like, the, the, the... It was fine today because it's, it's only a, a small portion of it. But I do think when when we play the actual game, when it launches, I do think that open-worldness of it might be a bit jarring at first. Just because we're so used to that hub-based stuff of, the pre of previous games. Where you have your hub, you go off one direction kill some bosses, whatever, loop back around, back to your hub, and then go off in another direction, loop back around, and then they line up, and then whatever, you open a random door, and you're somewhere you haven't seen in 30 hours. Whereas, I think this is 
feel it's gonna feel different for a while and that might take some getting used to but it there's still a very definite path to follow and that was what you were saying about um the, where you when you light the bonfires which is what we're gonna call them because that's just habit the bonfire has like a little line of light going out of it to direct you what it's actually almost like a compass that mm -hmm. it guides you towards a specific where you're supposed to go now you also have a map that you can open up with the press of this button on a ps5 controller i just it's just lucky i still have it beside me um and you find the map fragment and then it populates that map for you and you can fast travel back to previous sites of grace that you've been at which is really nice you think it's not a good thing but it is a good thing oh it's meant, definitely a good thing. yeah it's definitely yeah. a good thing this dog's having a moment but um yeah i'm talking about you but yeah no there's a definite path to follow and i think me and you down from my suggestion kind of stuck to that path because it was only we only had three hours to play it so i wanted to try to get as far in as i could <laughs> but uh, he was trying to get into spider-man there he was he uh, was he got caught but yeah we we went on a very definite path as the main route you're supposed to follow and because we were playing co-op which we just asked fuck it let's play this co-op because we only have three hours we ended up being very under leveled <laughs> Oh, when we yeah. actually got the bot to the first main boss and he kicked our asses because we were doing so little damage to him and his damage output was so great against us um and it's it was just because we kind of bum rushed straight to him rather than explore the way we probably should have but look whatever but yeah the it's what i really liked about well light and also was cursing Miyazaki for is that they literally put a boss in the area you come out of beside a, a fight of grace. You're like, you're just tempting me now. Like I'm going to have to just fight. And we did, we, we spent a good half hour, 40 minutes trying to fucking tackle that guy because it's like, he's just here. We could do it. But we knew, we knew after a while, well, we knew after the second go, it was like, we're probably not supposed to be here doing this, but we just wanted to keep doing it. Mm. Um, but it's, and then, and then we got fucking invaded. The cheek, cheek. Yeah, we country. got we were invaded twice. Yeah. And that first invade was one of the funniest moments I've ever had oh playing a Souls game. And all the years oh, I've played oh. Souls games, that was one of the funniest moments I've ever had. So basically, me and Stephen were just exploring. We saw something that looked like the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter, and went to explore what it was. Next of all, we got invaded. And he came up to us, realized there was two of us, because we were co-op, and he had the smart plan of trying to bait us back to that first boss that's roaming around in the open area. We, we baited him away from it for, for a while, we fought him, and, but he kept running away and running away to it. Eventually I accidentally triggered, aggroed the boss. And the boss came charging at me to hit me. And this guy thought, Haha, the boss is on my side now. I'm gonna win. And the guy <laughs> came to attack me at the same time that the boss came to attack me. The boss swung for me, missed me, and cleaned the invader out of it, killing him on the spot. And me and Steven just broke our fucking hearts laughing. 
it was, it was so brilliant. funny because I was I was I was on the other side of the, the church yeah. villa and I was watching this unfold. I was like, Kev, you triggered him like fucking run. And I could just see Kev sprinted for the church, the giant man on the horseback coming, and then the evader literally just standing there like, haha, look what I did. And then he just swings his fucking lance, Kev dodges, and your man just goes up <laughs> in the air, and all he hears is the ah, and I was like, Oh, that's Kev. It was fantastic. The invader drops down and it's like, <laughs> What? How does the invader die? It was fantastic. So invaders are not safe from the enemies. No. You won't One thing I will them, say though is that we also we also found out at that stage because after the invader was dead, I was like, ah, oh, I'm not bothered fighting this boss. I'm gonna hide in this church for a minute. Just destructible environments in this game. Like the he environments, I, like I'm not just the trees and the landscape. The fucking church can be destroyed yeah, by the boss. He just just knocked one of the walls clean down. So yeah, I just ran. I wonder what Santa felt like watching that happen. Just this big <laughs> yeah. giant fucking horse coming in, kicking no, the shit it, out it, of I, the I was, wasn't expecting that at all. No. To, it ha for it to have destruction. Now I'm assuming. Like, I'm not going to think that like the big castle can be broken down by a boss. But the fact that some of the smaller structures out in the world can yeah. be broken by enemies. That's pretty spectacular. Yeah. And it also means if you're... Do you remember we found that shack? It's called like Scavenger Shack or something. Yes. If he was around there, I wonder, could he shit out of that then, mm. you know? Because that's a small... Like, if you can kick the shit out of a church, you can probably kick the shit out of a wood shack. I, I'd assume so. I'd assume so. Um, But yeah, and the other thing with the game then as well, and it, it's frustrating, but it's something I just need to build into my muscle memory, is not pressing L3 to sprint. It's so obnoxious. Do you know what? I, go... I, I did get out of the habit of that pretty quickly. I would always do my first one would always be L3 and I go don't, don't do that and then I go to circle and it's fine I but don't know the, why the, I'm doing it what I, what I keep doing by accident instead of pressing L1 on my controller to use my magic I keep pressing square which is why I keep running out of flasks I don't know what's making me do it I don't know what that is why I don't know what like I'm trying to think what game I've played where Square, square is, the, is something is square. I keep pressing square to do magic, which maybe means it's I, uh, the remake. Do you have the quick map buttons on uh, I didn't FF7 use that. remake? No? I didn't use okay. the quick map, so I don't know okay. what it is, but that's why I kept running out of flasks. I just kept using them by accident. I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, like, but the yeah. stealth is, is great actually, like being able to reliably walk up yeah. behind an enemy and backstab them is. Great, because normally you're kind of like yeah. Oh, oh, up. well, we did a couple of times where you'd stand in front of the enemy and the enemy start walking towards you, and I'd sneak around because the AI in this game is really intelligent. Like I think that's yeah. one thing that's probably not been picked up on by a lot. But the boss, the I don't know what his name was, the on Moffat or something. Yeah. Oh, Tree Sentinel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, him. Like there was a point where he saw me from a distance and kind of just turn towards me and just start walking. He didn't sprint at me. He just kind of start walking ever so slowly because I'd taken a bit of aggro, which meant you could go in behind them and try to get a bit of free damage, which didn't go very yeah. well. But no, a, lot of the, a lot of the enemies were doing that. <clears throat> where The AI is actually really, really intelligent. Yeah, and I even noticed it with the, the boss we fought just inside the castle interior. Um, <laughs> well, we saw, we saw him his AI freaking out. But, yeah, that that's the one thing. When we when we were actually got to that boss, it was towards the end of the test, yeah. network test. 
and shit started getting a bit weird. But it's a network test, though. Like you, you kind of you accept that it's not going to be the final product. But the it, it was interesting. I noticed in his pattern, in if you hit him once, so you had aggro with him, and he was attacking you, and if I stabbed him once, he always would jump back 180 and face me. Yeah. So there was this kind of like reliable predictability where I know if he's hammering you and you're kind of going, you're taking it. I could jab him with one. And he turned to me and I really like that because it kind of means that you can kind of go, oh, I can, I can take control of the battle. And it makes the AI really intelligent because we're not just sitting there going, well, I'm just focused on this one fucker while the other one jabs me up the arse for, for free damage. Like it actually reacted to me mm-hmm. hitting it. Um, and even some of the fucking swings it does, like it, it would go to swing for Kev, but because I'm nearby behind it, it would purposely turn and hit me and I, it would just catch me it might um, be it might be specific to that boss i don't really know because we didn't do a whole lot else but the there was times as well where you i was attacking it from behind and it would do the tail whip attack mm-hmm. and it was like it was almost like ah you're used to trying to get behind your enemies in souls games ah you're gonna get fucked up if you do that yep yeah. That's the one thing I will say about the boss is that we, we fought the guy on horseback, we fought the big kind of ogre looking thing, and we fought the, the in the castle, he's the first main boss, I think. Um, they're super aggressive. Like, Gosh, they are. Geez, like... And it's kind of, it, it felt, it was kind of jarring to me because it was like fighting a Sekiro boss in Demon Souls, mm. if that makes sense. Because the bosses in Demon Souls are they're less aggressive because it, because it's so old our souls bosses are generally a little bit less aggressive than that they have very predictable attack patterns whereas the Sekiro bosses are li- they feel more aggressive than they probably are these bosses felt fucking aggressive like they didn't yeah. give you a fucking second to breathe sometimes it was like no and, and, and it felt like if you made any mistake you got punished for it yeah yeah and even they the, the moveset that he seemed to have isn't limited to like the same pattern of moves. I always felt like in each fight, we nearly came across something different. So he'd always do like a one, two slash. And then after like the third time, that would be a one slash. And then he'd whip out his holy knife. Yeah. And then he'd hit you with that and then jump away and fucking throw the match. And that can come as a one or two, or in one case, four. <laughs> so yeah, it, it felt like he, even when you're trying to learn the pattern, it's like you're always on your toes because he would just fucking change it for no reason. Now, that may be a case of it's, it's the first time we've played this game. So we just aren't yeah. in that rhythm of it yet. Because I always find that I take a little bit of time to get into a rhythm of a new Souls game. It takes me a couple of hours and then you're in at one fight and suddenly you just go, oh, I get it now. And it, you just, it clicks with you all of a sudden. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that might be the case with this. It's just, it's it's kind of new it's it is a lot of old stuff repurposed but it's kind of new so it, it is a little bit jarring at first i would say even though it, it feels like dark souls it really isn't a dark souls like it's not a dark souls 4 it's not a Bloodborne 2, it's not a Sekiro 2 it, it's not a Demon Souls 2 it, it, it's it is kind of a combination team. of all of them in its own thing yeah it it i think it'd be very hard for someone who's really good at a souls game 
to just get into this and also be equally as good because the combat is somewhat different and there's new rules to learn and um there's some quality of life features as well that make the gameplay way more enjoyable mm-hmm. oh yeah um, that, that's one thing we were when when you do co-op whoever joins you gets their estus flask their magic and health flask cut in half so you can only have one of you can only have a maximum of one at a time in this so if we fought a relatively difficult enemy and steven had joined me and he was low on health we would go find a group of enemies to kill because that replenishes your full flask which was Mm -hmm. which was a great quality of life thing it kind of encourages you to go and take out uh camps or take out a group of enemies because it rewards you by giving you your full heals back and even the the sprint so your sprint is infinite now outside the battle which fucking it's great because obviously in an open world you're going to be trying to sprint most places until until you get towards yeah which i haven't actually summoned yet (laughs) and he's great but the other actually on the co-op note so the co-op summoning system was a little bit weird to figure out on once you figure out it's fine but it's not self-explanatory it's like i will say yeah at the beginning it was weird it took us a while to figure it out but once we figured it out, it was very reliable. It worked yeah. every it worked every single time. And this is in the network test where you'd expect issues. It worked mm-hmm. with it worked perfectly every single time for us once we And even once we started doing it the right way. And even being invaded, like there was no yeah. big issues. So um Yeah, the, the only thing that I would Yeah. The only thing I would like, and I'm saying this to you with co-op is because the game is so big and because I think this game really will be that kind of you, you play this co-op um yeah I, I've got a lot more a lot, of, a lot more enjoyment out of our three hours co-op and than I probably have in most Soulsborne games together even though we didn't make a whole lot of progress no but it was <laughs> but that was we our fault because <laughs> we were no, idiots that, that was Purely our fault. We just um, skipped past all the stuff. Like we should have bought stuff and gone and found stuff. We just skipped it. Oh. But that's so that's the thing, is like the co-op can't do so I can't activate sites of grace. Yeah. So if I push on with Kev, I can't the ones the sites of grace that he activates, I can't. So when I go back to my world, I have to fucking bring those through. I can't talk to the NPCs, so I can't mm. buy anything. Um, so like I know that's the way it has always been in a FromSoft game but typically when people co-op it's because you're in a hub area so you've got like a certain part of the level up to the boss you're being summoned at the boss arena but now that you can be summoned from anywhere up to a boss I really think they should have a way for the co-op progress to be saved even Um, just the sides of grace even just just sides I would I I would deal with not being able to buy equipment yeah. and talk to NPCs. Yeah. Just been able to, yeah. key thing. I think that's would, what's that needed. Yeah. Um because even like so we can put mark mark map markers oh, we down actually now. So try, I didn't even try to do that actually. That's a good point. No, same. So like if I find interesting things in your co op session, I should be able to map them on my mark them on my map. That when I go back to my world it's like, oh I'll just run to these places now. Like that's the level that I want us to get to now. I don't yeah, know. If it's just ever... small quality of life things. It's one of those things that if they if they nailed it with that, I think this would be perfect. 
Um, but other than that, then the rest of the game, like the actual gameplay itself, like what did you think of the the combat? Yeah, uh, like a, it's it's from software combat. It's the best melee combat in video games. Um, whether you like getting your ass kicked or not, like the actual combat itself is. And it's something I always struggled after playing a Souls game. If I went and played another, like an Elder Scrolls that's a melee combat or a Witcher that's a melee combat, I really struggled to go back to those games after playing a Sekiro or a Bloodborne or a Souls because the combat is so precise and so refined. Going back to something that's a bit more hack and slashy always just felt like it felt like a downgrade to me. I'm not saying yeah. The Witcher is a downgrade on any of these games. It's one of the games of the generation, but the combat itself didn't feel as good to me after playing Bloodborne or going to something after playing Sekiro. I just didn't want to because the combat is so... Yeah. It's so precise and it feels like... It feels rewarding mm-hmm. when you get... And yeah, but yeah, it's the same, same here. Um... We can only really comment on the stuff, basic stuff we started the game with. There was other magic stuff that we could have gotten that we just didn't because we just beelined straight idiots. ahead. We just beelined straight ahead and we're idiots. But there's other stuff we could have got that would have improved the But yeah, like the it's 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 souls combat. Like yeah, the it's, um, it's souls it's... combat. If you like that, you're gonna like this. Yeah, as you said, it's that feeling of being rewarded because when we were fighting the tree sentinel, when I eventually got a parry or two off, Mm. like that feels so rewarding, and then being able to just follow up with that piercing magic attack. Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. I I think the magic we only had the basic ones we started with. I've seen clips of much stronger magic, and it's probably going to get reined in somewhere along the lines. But yeah, everyone is saying it. Like everyone is saying how overpowered magic is which yeah. means it's getting fucking dirty. especially the fire head thing or the beast oh, the claw. dragon thing yeah yeah, yeah the beast claw looks powerful. It looks very powerful and we didn't have any of that because we just beelined but mm-hmm. maybe if i stay up late enough tonight to get into this next network tech test i'll get some of that stuff and practice and use it and that but yeah it looks very good but yeah it, it, it's like it's it's souls combat it feels somewhere between Demon Souls and Sekiro for me. And they're probably my two like, of Bloodborne aside. Like they're I prefer Demon Souls to the Dark Souls. I think it has Bloodborne's Like Bloodborne's combat I felt was a lot more refined than Dark Souls in close quarters mm. because you could do like sidesteps and yeah. um uh, you re- you were rewarded for being aggressive, which isn't in this. No. But I felt like in Bloodborne, it was much easier to get in the boss's face, fucking go go ham on it and get out, which I feel like you can in this. I, th- I feel like Dark you can in this, Demon's but Souls. we couldn't. But what, sir? I feel like you can in this game, but we couldn't because of where we were at. I feel I like think if, as we, well, if like we, we'd done the proper weapons. preparation, yeah, if we'd done the proper preparation for it, I think you could be much more aggressive than we were able to be. We had to play it like a Dark Souls. Because I I've never used Lance ever. No. So no. using sword. Yeah. So not and not realizing that I could have bought a sword off your your man Santa, like yeah. your man Santa. I could have bought 
<laughs> like having the weapons that you know how to use makes a big difference as well and yeah and even the stats like i think i'm level 10 or 11 now i'm just throwing them into vigor because i'm a little bitch you're like level eight or nine what level you? do you start at is it six eight i was level nine you put in one level one level because the I rest of my the rest of my souls got lost on that boss. I couldn't get them. I had four thousand souls in that Ooh. boss. That's like four levels, five levels. I couldn't level up because we went into that boss while in your world, I think it was. No, I went in, in your world first. That's why you lost the souls in there. Because we didn't know what we were really going into, so yeah, you walked yeah, into yeah. it. And, it's and then you got in that world. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So I, I had four thousand souls sitting there that I couldn't. Now that's on me. I, I was. But actually, there was a. You know, yeah, there was a grace right beside outside. I should have used yeah. and leveled up. But we were just too busy kind of chatting and dicking about that. The, we weren't the other really thing paying is, attention. There was a a wall like a fog wall there that I couldn't get through, but you could, and you don't see the fog wall. Yeah. So you just saw a pathway, and I think you just literally walked through as we were chatting, but I was stuck in the fog wall. Yeah. And then I, I said to you, I was like, where did you go? And you're like, I just walked in. And then a cutscene started, and then you were like, are you seeing this cutscene? I was like, yes. And then the boss came out, and I was like, oh fuck, so I had to run through. Yeah. So that's what so happened. Just, I, I, yeah. We were too busy. We yeah. were just dicking about just chatting. Um, so yeah. yeah, I had 4,000 souls sitting on that boss every single time. Yeah, it's it was, it's it's great as well because it's funny seeing our two different styles. Um, you've learned very quickly that I'm super aggressive when I really shouldn't be. I'd be going in with like... Steven has 20% health left. I tried to hit him to kill him. I was like, Steven, I had a fucking full health and a fucking flask. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, and why didn't you kill him? I'd have done more with less. <sighs> anyway. But it's, it, it is fun because even seeing the big group of people, like it was great that we could go. There's that one group outside of the... The, wall, the, the gate to the wall, yeah. castle, the wall, yeah. the castle wall, and we just split left and right. And... I, I I actually love that, and I didn't say it to you when it happened, but you get a lot of that in games. Like I'll take the left guy, you get the right guy. Like it, it, yeah. there's, there's a mission in Cyberpunk where you do that. It's like I, he want, Jackie gets one, you get the other. You get it in oh, all yeah, sorts yeah, of games yeah, yeah. where yeah. you separate. So to actually do that for real felt really rewarding, <laughs> and it worked really well because. I could. I was killing all mine with backstabs. I think you killed first, but that must have set off a, an enemy or something. So I could hear my backstabs, and you could hear them too, because I think once or twice you were like, nice. And then all I hear is you do the backstab, and then all of a sudden there's this fucking combat going on. Everywhere. I'm like, well, he's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then I cleared my area, and I, I was like, oh, here's two big guys. I'll fight them now. And then Kev was running out. He's no! Like, no. <laughs> what, you, what you tried to do was, you're like, oh, there's two big guys. I'm going to get them. And the first one just aggroed to you straight away. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, that didn't, that didn't work very well. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it, it's great that it has that approach and flexibility to it, because you don't get that in any other... Soulsborne game, like it's not every very other much Souls you... games, kind of yeah. You you follow a path yeah. to get to the shortcut to go to the next path to get that shortcut to take on the yeah. Whereas this feels, it actually feels open world. Like it actually feels open that 
Yeah. We could have we could have done that any other way, which is we could it have... feels open, but you still have a definite path to follow. Like it's mm-hmm. it's open, but it's still you're still going on a definite journey. It's it's it, like it, it's a, like Frodo it's... trekking across Middle Earth. He's going to fucking Moria, but he's got all of this area to explore on the way. Well, actually, it's it's speaking like a of, less speaking of rings. Speaking of rings. It's like a less handheld Ghost of Shishima, where like you could call the wind whenever you want, and it'd be like, "I'll oh, go this way." Yeah, that makes sense. It's like you're kind of just told when you're at your rest point, you're going in that direction, and whether you fucking make it there or not is up to you. And that's it, because I think once you kind of go past that, there's no other. I couldn't see any other kind of lights of grace until you got close to a side of grace, and you're like, "Oh, there's the golden bits now." Yeah. So if you don't follow that pathway, you could be wandering in a fucking direction to nothing, like, yeah, with no I direction. The, the one back, come back from that is that there's plenty sides of grace. Like, you can yeah. kind of, like, there was points where you're like, oh, we haven't seen one in a couple of minutes. There's probably one up ahead. And then you're around the corner and like, oh, there it is. And then we got or, invited. <laughs> yeah. Or you take a phone call, walk away from the controller. I take a piss and then somehow get attacked by wolves. I, do you know what that was? I put my phone, the phone call down. I picked up the controller and the wolves just came in. It's like, oh, okay, great. I didn't even move. I literally picked up the controller. Really? Okay. Because I was going to say, I think they were set to like a, an they, area they were. or something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. They came back as like, well, my health is halved. What happened there? <laughs> Kev's fighting wolves over here trying to save Steven's life. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just really want to play it again. Yeah, I've been kind of sitting here all day. I I played a bit of Forza this evening, and I was trying to sit here going, I just want to play Elden Ring. Well, I just played Demon Souls. Oh, I just want to play Elden Ring. Oh, you I need to play Demon Souls. Yeah, I was like, oh, I might as well just play some Forza. Oh, I want to play Demon Souls. Oh, I want to play Elden Ring. Yeah, I I just want to play Demon Souls because I want to play Elden Ring. So once the network test is over, I'll probably dip into. Go back to LM Team and Souls Demon next Souls. week. I'm about halfway through the game. I just I got busy doing something else. It was probably Destiny. Um, um actually, you know what it was? No, it was Returnal. That's why I stopped. Oh, I, it was, I, Re- yeah. Returnal came out, so I kind of became obsessed with that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we definitely didn't do anything with. And I have no idea how to with crafting. I didn't even. I was it. collecting. I was collecting lots of shit. Yeah, there was. I, lo- no I was collecting loads of loads of plants, loads of berries, lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't touch the crafting, or we didn't do any summons either because we didn't buy it. Yeah, so that Bands was are dirt cheap, things. apparently. Yeah, they're two, like two hundred souls. They're not called souls. They're called something Runes. else. But I'm gonna call them souls because I'm a fucking pleb. But um. Yeah, so there was the summons as well, which actually would have helped us a little bit on that boss fight, yeah. I imagine. We probably would have killed him that time we yeah. got close. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to stay awake till 3am to go and pick up... Oh, Smackdown is on at 1am, so that'll tide me over if I don't fall asleep on the sofa. Um, yeah, so summons are there as well that we need to give them a shot. Um, I don't want to get too deep into this because... I'll only be sad come Monday when I can't play it anymore. They'll probably have another network test 
in January maybe. They'll probably have an open one, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, I just want the real game. Yeah. I think that's one thing about this, though, like, they are very confident in the product they're putting out, that they are letting this much. Like, there's something like 12 bosses in this thing. Like, they are showing off plenty. Like, Fextral, I've played 70 hours by themselves. Uh, Skill up played, I think it was 15, 20 hours. Like, there's plenty to explore in this fucking demo. And it's like, yeah. they are, like, not afraid and they free to... free within. Uh, like, they didn't say, you have to stay within this area, or you're walled off. Like, no, I know no, they there, walled there off. Is, yeah, there is specific, a specific... Like, they're walled off into the original starting area, but that area is huge. It's yeah, not like it's they massive. said, no, you have to follow this path. Yeah. It's like, here's a huge area with, as you said, there's 10 to 12 different bosses. No, seven or eight different dungeons. Lots of magic upgrades, weapons. Mm-hmm. Like it's. I would be interested that to see if when the actual game launches, will some of those bosses be in the same, like the Sentinel, the Tree Sentinel? It'd be oh, interesting yeah, if he's if he's gonna be where, or if they just put him there on that patrol just to bait people into fighting him. I can see that. It'll, happen. Be, it'll be interesting to see if see how it. Mm-hmm. What if some of those bosses are in the same locations once the game launches? Yeah. No, it's even it's, like even for a network test, it's pretty polished. It's probably more polished than most. We'll say it's more polished than Battlefield. Yes, definitely. More polished um, than a lot of full games that are launched lately. Yeah. Definitely more polished than GTA trilogy on PC. Yeah. Right. That's that's the one thing with from software games. Like them or hate them, be afraid of them or just absolutely love being a masochist. You can't deny the level of polish that there is on these games. Like yeah. when from software make a game, they make a game. Um, mm-hmm. whether you like them or not, you, that's undeniable. And from the reception that this network test has gotten. Elden Ring is a strong contender for Game of the Year next year. Game of the Decade. It's, it's, yeah. Like, I know it is a culmination of everything that they have learned from the six games they've released. That's a good guess off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is a culmination of all of that within its own kind of. It's like they took the Dark Souls trilogy, they took Demon Souls, they took Sekiro, they took Bloodborne. Put them in a blender, shook it around a little bit. I don't know. Added something new in there. There you go. They got a Ubisoft adjustment. A little pinch of Ubisoft a little in there. Pinch of Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, Actually, yeah. Did you just tan complete tangent here? But with it being 11 11 21 yesterday and being Skyrim's 10th anniversary, did you see Todd Howard had a Ask Me Anything on Reddit? I saw he had it. I saw some of the stuff that came out of it, but was there anything? No, I... there was no, it, no, it, it was just, it's just so funny seeing Todd Howard talk about Skyrim. Ten years later, as if yeah. Skyrim is still the shit hot thing that's come it's out. Cr- it still kind of is, though. Like, I know it gets memed on for being re-released on fifty different platforms, but 
Skyrim's still a very popular game 10 years after it launched. I actually saw, I'll, I'll come back to the Todd Howard thing. Jeff Grubb was actually talking about Skyrim and he's kind of like, Skyrim cannot be considered a retro game. It came out 10 years ago, but it's not a retro game. And anything that's come out since that isn't retro. And I completely agree with the sentiment. You're that saying they're retro, though. A game is retro after 10 years. Nah, fuck that. No, shit. no, that, that's, been the, that's been the way that it's been measured for a long time. Once a game is 10 years old, it's considered retro. And he's kind of saying anything that's 10 years old now cannot be considered retro. Because they, they're just so well fucking... They hold up so well. And that's why when you hear about, like, The Last of Us getting a remake, it's kind of like, it doesn't need it. <laughs> Go remake something from the 90s that needs it. <laughs> Go now, remake actually, Sly actually Cooper. Saying Jones. that, yes. Or, or Jack. Yeah. Definitely Jack. Um, but saying that, the GTA remasters, I know it's a bit of a train wreck of a launch. But I think the way they've done it is the correct way to do games from that era. That it, it they need so much work to remake them fully that it's almost not worth it. Just make a new game but set in the same, like make GTA Six be in Vice City but a modern day version of it and expand it and all that nonsense. But I think remastering though that trilogy of PS Two uh, GTA games is the right way to do it. Even if it's been a bit of a train wreck of a launch and it's just memes everywhere, remastering them and making them shiny and making them making them be the way that you thought they were back then is the way to do it with a lot of games from that era. Because they they still hold a bit of charm in the way they play, even though they play like PS2 games. There's some charm there in the janky jump and the the silly punch and that sort of stuff. Like it, it it's just like I'm like I remember this. <laughs> I remember thinking this was a shit back then. Except for Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Remake that shit, please, thanks. You see, some games really, like, the FF7 remake needed that. Like, you couldn't just... They, 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 that's an entire reimagining of it. Like, it's not just a remake. Yeah, They've reimagined it. I, I really like that approach because it was so fresh to what we've yeah. had. We've had remakes. It's almost like, like getting a movie adaptation of a fucking book. That's how yeah. different the two are. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't shit on the original nope. in what it does. No, nope. respects the original, mm -hmm. but it gives you a completely new but similar experience to what you've had. Yeah, and yeah, like, look, if they'd done that with GTA, Jesus, it'd be fucking take forever. Each game money. be, and each game be sixty quid. Yeah, sure. Look and... at GTA Six anyway. Apparently, that's in development of hell. Mm. Which is the rockstar term for? Everything's going according to plan. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, just to sorry. Put out more shark. Put out more shark cards in GTA yeah. Five. That's all we yeah. need to do. Yeah, but just to loop back to that Todd Howard thing, the one quote that I did see from it that really kind of maybe go, yeah, it's true, is that he kind of was saying that graphics look great, storytelling's great, characters are great, blah blah blah. The thing that has they have a long way to go with is ai is making that ai be almost like a think like a real person and that's mm -hmm. where he was kind of saying that they still have a long way to go with ai and making ai be believable making ai as good as it can be 
yeah, he might want to backtrack on that there and fix a lot of his other shit as well. Well, but there was one, there was, there was one quote that he had. Um, was it about his shiny shoes and his? Or... No, it was actually about Fallout seventy six, and I think they someone asked him, you know, have they learned a lesson from the disaster that it was? And to be fair to Todd Howard, he actually said yes, that was a disaster of, yeah. of a launch. And because of that, they have learned a lot from it. And they're kind of, they're, you know, he's kind of doing the sales pitch of like, it's very successful now. I'm like, maybe it isn't. But um, so I think it's one thing, like, aside from still trying to make as much bank off that as they have, they haven't shied away from it being the disaster that it was. Yeah, I think even just they this. They haven't, in fairness. I think at the start, they did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course they did, because they were trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah but now yeah they're probably owning it a bit more and now that microsoft own them it's kind of like i also think that a lot of companies have kind of learned from the sean murray slash no man's sky slash hello mm. games thing where they kind of just went it's a mess we accept it's a mess we'll fix this and then they just went silent for a couple of years and then the game came and everyone went you fixed it well done and they asked for no money and i think a lot of people have kind of a lot of companies have to look at that and go oh they put their hands up and admit they fucked up huh well people actually people are saying that's okay oh let's follow that example <laughs> and then ea and blizzard scene go nah <laughs> no anthem was still a successful game despite it being a complete failure did you not know that oh yeah definitely that that other one that um Oh, what was it called from 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 Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix? That really successful game. Oh, um, <laughs> if only I had like some license attached to it, I might have remembered it. <laughs> was it Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider, oh my <laughs> goodness! But like, yeah, like that—that that uh, was a, that's a train wreck. Like yeah. the whole thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, and actually, that's actually um, Square Enix did actually come out um, last week and actually. And their earnings called, uh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of went. Yeah, we kind of fucked. were not the right. Yeah, and a lot of people picked. I think kind of picked up on that the wrong way, and that, and we've totally gone yeah. off the Elden Ring topic here. No, we're fully have. aware yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like people were thinking, oh, they threw Crystal Dynamic under the bus. They actually, if you if you read it the way it's actually there, they didn't throw them under the bus. They kind of no. went, Crystal Dynamics made a great game, made made a great single player game within a live service service game. They are not a studio that makes live service games. Maybe we shouldn't have given it to them. Yeah. Now saying that's, that, that's what now, it was. yeah, yeah, exactly. Now saying that, from software don't usually make open world games. Yet here they've made an absolutely fantastic open world game. What a segue! Back into Elden Ring. Here we go. <laughs> but actually, yeah, the um, the what else was I going to say about Elden Ring? Um. I, I don't think I've really, like, I think recording this today was probably not the smartest idea. Because it, it hasn't all soaked in yet. So I'm kind of still just pissing into the wind here and hoping what I'm saying makes some sort of sense. It we'll hasn't... do it again next week. Yeah, and we'll fair. have something else to say. <laughs> that's so, fair. It's fine. I'm half tempted to give Dill my PlayStation login on Sunday morning to let him have a shot of it. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm... I'm still kind of absorbing it. I've only played three hours of it, um, so I. But what a three hours they were! Oh, oh yeah, glorious. 
<laughs> and then it got it got to like the time that the server was shutting down and we were like let's see if this still works let's see and then like i died in the boss fight and it was like kicked from server and you were like oh, i'm still yeah. going i was like yeah but don't die and then you're like oh, i got kicked <laughs> like, the server kicked by the boss and then kicked out of the fucking yeah. world but yeah no, it was it, it, it really is shaping up to be something special it really it's and shaping. you know what actually let's let's backtrack into something here the game is so good it's consistent with kev's performance in um in these souls like games i fell he off fell the off the map he fucking fell off the map again in a boss fight and this I'm time gonna, there was no saving grace for you, you just i'm gonna dead. be straight up honest i didn't fall off the map I fucking you jumped, jumped off. <laughs> I jumped right off. It was you like it was like off the map. it was like my Sekiro clip where I just straight up jumped off the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're Ralph going through the window. That was you. Fucking <laughs> awful, man. It's a habit. Uh, it's and it's not just in these games. I do it in Destiny all the time. If there's an edge of the map, I will find it and fall off it. It's just what I do. It's like my, it's, it's, my it's my calling card. I just fall off the side of the map. Yeah, you've got the, the taken for uh, edges. Yeah. But I will find you and I will fall off you. The bosses are headed to the map. So yes. like we couldn't your man was jumping back but he just was not falling off. Oh, we we were was, trying. We we were, we trying, were trying very hard. <laughs> we were fucking trying. We had him. We were kept baiting him into it. That's, that's the one thing. There, there was some bugs on show, and that's to be expected. Um, I'll report. Yeah. I'll add them to my report. The big troll guy that jumps down <laughs> off the bridge. He fucking. <laughs> you haven't played it yet. He fucking. Oh, what was the? What was the guy? He Adam smashed me at the end of Cyberpunk. <laughs> Where he tried to jump off that starting platform, and he just stood there and just was floating. That actually happened uh, at the end of my Cyberpunk playthrough. Adam Smasher failed to jump off the platform initially. It was very funny. But I don't know what you saw. On your screen, when that big oh, show... Oh, I saw that, yeah. Not the, in the first one, the first time we met him, did he jump smoothly down for you? Mm, I don't know about <laughs> smoothly. I mean, he, he came down. I don't know how smooth it was. <laughs> so what I saw was... Big troll guy on top of the cliff. He was three quarters of the way up. 50% of the way up. 25%. He's on the ground. I, it was a slideshow. It was, it was like someone was flicking the corner of their page back, but left out five pages each time and just went five pages, five pages. And it was like, it was here. And then it was here. And then it was here. It was hilarious. It was so funny watching it. And I think it was because I was outside of the actual play space. Yeah. So yeah. it just, yeah. Oh, I I just I laughed. I, I, had, I had a giggle at that. But yeah. Yeah. Us. Yeah. I think the only thing we can talk about is like we we've got a very brief kind of experience with it. Other like so like Fexture Life, as I said, he played seventy life seventy lives. <laughs> I'm sure he had about that many. That's how many we had today. But he, I'm sure he played. He played about seventy hours, so his experience was much greater. Ralph had a lot of time with it. Um, other people have had plenty of time with this, and uh, it's for the most part, it's all just glowing. Like yeah, yeah. Um, Unless you're a PC gamer. Yeah. Ah, look, whatever. Um, I'd like to know who wrote that article if they actually. Our big souls fans are 
I don't know. How and much. actually, speaking of articles, and uh, it was a thought across mine earlier on. Yes. Did you read I, tomorrow's yeah. one? Yes. I well, I watched yeah. the video. I watched the video of it. Um, the I hope argument. I hope. Sorry, I hope I pronounced his name correctly. First time I've actually heard of him, so I don't know. Ah, he's he's a bit. Uh, he plays Souls games religiously. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. he does Sekiro, a lot of Sekiro stuff, um, on Twitch. I've watched some of his stuff before, but he he does um. Is he on kind of funny? I don't know what he's, he's yeah, on. Yeah, he's on kind of funny. He's very yeah. no. He I really enjoy listening to him because he's always got very. A very kind of leveled opinion on things, mm. which is always nice to have. He's fantastic. Um, but no, I haven't seen the issue of difficulty come up yet. No, me neither. Which is very funny because it was coming up. It was coming up during the gameplay reveal, and has gone silent since. So <sighs> I don't know. Because my opinion of it is the. To getting to the boss fights. Not difficult. That difficult? Not difficult. I know, I know we co-opted, but even then, I don't think it's that difficult. However, the sights of Grace, it's not like a previous Souls game mm. where you have to unlock a little secret shortcut to make your journey easier. The Grace sites or the bonfires or whatever you fuck want to call them are literally beside any of the bosses that we've encountered. So yeah. if you die, you lose about 30, sec 30 seconds progress which is mm -hmm. which actually he's not here tonight but that would might actually sway Dill's opinion on his enjoyment of the game because a lot because I know I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for him here but what really annoyed him about a Souls game and about Returnal a bit and about something else oh was a some might have fallen order but when he died far away from a checkpoint or a respawn, that's what pisses him off. That he's played 20 minutes or half an hour to progress far, dies, and it's like that last 20 minutes or half an hour is basically lost. Whereas if the sites, if the respawn points are, I've only lost 20 seconds or 30 seconds, it might actually improve his enjoyment of it. I didn't actually think of that until just this second. Yeah. No, neither did I actually. Because, because that is what whenever you listen to his complaints about this sort of stuff, that's what he doesn't like about it. Is it's not the difficulty. It's I've put in well... an hour. No, he doesn't like the difficulty either. But <laughs> he doesn't no. like finding level sixty bosses or le yeah. level sixty enemies in areas yeah, where but, shouldn't be. In. But it's the, it's the I've progressed this far and I've lost all this progress. I have to do all that again. I don't really want to do all that again. Whereas mm -hmm. in this, that this, it's not the case in Elden Ring, which might it, it might help him and and a lot of other people actually. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. Yeah. Um, Sorry for speaking for you, Dylan. I'm not. Stop being a little bitch. Play the game. <laughs> the um, yeah, maybe that's half the reason why the that conversation hasn't come up properly i mean okay we're in the first couple of hours of it launching yeah but i say that might be a big because i think that i know when i first started with the soulsborne games that was the biggest that, thing. yeah it was that's what turned me that was, that's why i bounced off dark souls initially and the same reason why you and i didn't purchase returnal straight away mm. well is that well for me that was it well i didn't purchase returnal straight away because i thought 
I didn't think it looked very good. <laughs> How wrong was I? <laughs> yeah, actually, we both didn't think it looked great at all. Um, yeah. In that first gameplay reveal, me and you kind of went, yeah. meh, and Dill was like, oh, this looks really good. And then yeah. six months later, he was like, ah, uh, no, it's not for me. And me and you were like, oh my God, this is the best game of the year. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> going cheery crafting and what's going on. Um, but yeah, Jesus, you might be right with that, actually. It'd be interesting to see. But do you know what that means? We're going to get fucking noobs all the time. Just in vain. Oh, it's going to be great fun. Yeah. But you know what? I, I do think you're right in that the the moment to moment, the rank and file stuff isn't necessarily difficult because you can treat it like, a, like in an Assassin's Creed where you'll stealth around the whole um, settlement or the whole whatever whatever you want, the settlement, and you'll pick them off one by one stealthily. And I think you'll be able to do that here if you really want to. You can stealth in, kill whatever, and you might have to fight two or three enemies at the end, but if you're semi-smart about it, it won't be too difficult. It's the mini-bosses and the bosses that are going to provide people with trouble, but if they can respawn right beside them, they don't, they don't have to yeah. fight their way through the rank-and-file stuff again for 20 minutes or half an hour they can just start uh, yeah. it, which is great I think that's also so the, the gap between and all fires there's also oh. the other sites that we didn't use any of them I can't remember what they were called so when you die in an open area you can respawn at the nearest at the most recent grace or there's another marker in each open area location that you can respawn at and that might be closer to where you are than oh. the great site you were previously at. We didn't use that because we didn't die in an open area. So okay. it might be worthwhile testing that because that's another thing. You might not get pushed back as far as you were. Mm. As far as the last great site, you might get halfway there. or it's, it, it is a mini yeah. checkpoint in the area. So yeah, it, that all helps. That And that I think that's the right way to approach the, the difficulty of yeah. Elden Ring is reduce that time that people it, feel like it reduces the feeling of being punished yeah um because i, I also... think that has always been the biggest problem with the souls games is even if you don't unlock the shortcut a boss run can just be so fucking difficult to get to and you're like i don't want to do this every time and i think that might be why we pissed around so much on that boss was because we yeah. could respawn right beside it that if it was like say it was the cleric beast in bloodborne where we had to fight back, we had to maybe fight back for five minutes to get there. We probably would have taken our, taken it a little bit more cautiously because it would have been like, oh, if we die here, we have to fight our way back. Whereas yeah. you're like, oh, we just spawn outside the door, it's fine. Now, I think that might rub some hardcore Souls fans up the wrong way, but... I, I actually think it's a great decision. <laughs> I don't think it's an unfair compromise. It's not the Cleric Beast there. Right. It was. It was gone. <laughs> out the door did he just walk out yeah 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 so yeah no i i think that it really does improve that kind of accessibility of it that people aren't gonna mm -hmm. bounce aren't gonna be as afraid to play it because they feel like their time is being more more reward less taken for granted and even i guess if you feel like you're hitting a wall with a boss you can always just go and explore the world or there was a summon 
pillar <laughs> right outside the boss room. You can just summon people straight off the bat right there. Get oh, some yeah. help. But what, I, what I mean is if you're the type of person who doesn't want to summon or you're like, oh, I just can't. Yeah. yeah. You can go off and like, because in true, the, true, true. Yeah. And you can in just, the other games, yeah. you'd have to just grind the same area over and over again. Yeah. And then it takes longer to get your levels. Whereas you're like, you know, what? I'll just go off and do something. You might find a dungeon and that gives you power and fast, up. And then fast travel back. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think their choice also will improve the difficulty aspect because you can just go no i'm not i'm not walled off here i don't think because of this boss like okay i might not progress the story yet but i can go off and do other things get stronger come back and then fucking whale that boss yeah that makes sense that that makes a whole lot of sense i kind of so retract maybe, my ear i kind of retract my earlier statement a little bit maybe deal will like it yeah i i think i think he'll still find it frustrating again those boss fights Someone yeah. like him will still find it frustrating and find it. Oh, I don't like fighting this thing. I don't like learning every little attack pattern because I don't have the patience to do that. And that's that's okay. But I think it'll be less of oh, my time's been taken. My time has been taken for granted because I've just spent an hour getting to here and now I've lost everything. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think it'll be. Oh, I've just played for 10 minutes and I've got to the next bonfire. I've played for another 10 minutes. I'm at the next bonfire. So I think, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be difficult and it's a From Software game. So it's, it is going to be challenging for a lot of people. But I do think there's going to be... Mechanics in place that make it feel less punishing for people who might otherwise bounce off it. Without lowering the actual difficulty. Yeah, I think what they probably have done in the area we're in is lower the difficulty of the rank and file, or at least made them so that they're probably weaker than they would have been in traditional soul games where your first enemy's like, okay, the guys can still wreck you if you fucking, you're not playing smart, but I think it's still fairly easy. Do you know what it is, though? I think they've reduced maybe how hard difficult each one is but there's more of them the volume of enemies is higher no the quantity of enemies is higher so in that settlement we went into like in a normal souls game you might fight five or six enemies there but there was easily 10 to 12 so yeah. each one of them is probably easier but there's more of them yeah yeah, I think it's the. But again, the we're, of them again, we are speaking with very limited experience. We've only played three hours, well, about two hours forty-five minutes. Yeah. So. And you'll I have more tomorrow. If I don't fall asleep on the sofa. Yeah. I don't know. I would not be able for three a.m. Fuck that. I just wish there were more. I just wish it was a whole fucking weekend. Yeah, I think that's the one disappointing part of it is that it's separated into different segments. And obviously mm -hmm. that's done to that Europe will have their time and then Asia will have their time where they can get in and America can get in at their time. But it would be way better if it was just a full weekend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't want to give too much away. <laughs> Maybe everyone probably discover all the secrets in the weekend. But yeah. Someone would find a way to get outside the map <laughs> and fucking explore Probably. the whole game. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I just, yeah, I just want to be back in it. Yeah, I did like how, like, if you look at a lot of open world games, you're like, oh, that skybox is pretty. I wish I could go there. In this, it was Actually, very much. In this, it was very much. Ooh, that skybox is pretty. I wish I. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> the weather. That's another thing. Yeah. That's a nice change. It's because we were just raining. running through, and then it's like, oh, it started raining. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice. It's nice that the the day and night cycle is there, and that the weather patterns are there, and yeah, that's there is a yeah. day. If you go to a bonfire, you can pass time and wait till the morning yeah. or. Wait till go to Updam in the evening. I got that reference. I understood that reference. <laughs> How much of that have you played, actually? Just out of curiosity. Um, Roughly. Hard to know because it seems a bit all over the place. Um, but I think I've it's. I think it's funny. Three when, visionaries. Okay, I think it's funny when you say it's all over the place, and I think. In the early game of that, it does kind of feel all over the place. But when it all kind of bottlenecks towards the end, you're just kind of like, oh, that was all very linear. I can see, I can already see where it's quite linear. But I feel like I'm, that's the other thing actually with that, uh, segueing again, is it is definitely pushing me of like, oh, you have options here, but also you don't have options. You have to go do this person. Or you only have, like, there, I got a prompt there being like, oh, this person isn't around until the afternoon. Go past time until the afternoon. It's like, okay. So you just do another bit of the mission elsewhere. I actually yeah. think the best way to play that game is to go kill each visionary just randomly at any time. Just find where they are, kill them, get their ability, infuse their ability so you carry it over. Find out which abilities you like using the most and upgrade those abilities so you have the max. So you're spending more time with abilities in that game. Because the way I did it, I only upgraded some of the abilities after I finished the game. But if I had had those abilities much earlier at their max potency, it would have made for a much more fun time. Because I'm enjoying, well, I haven't used it properly, but uh, the linking one. Yes. It's That's the best one. Pretty handy. Yeah. It's the best one. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip where there's one, the linking one, then there's another one. It's an upgrade for one of the other ones. I can't remember which one it is, but you look at an enemy and then you press whatever button and it swaps. You go to where the enemy is and the enemy goes to where you are. This clip combined that ability with the linking ability. So somebody jumped off the map. Oh no way! Swapped places with an enemy, and they all that went. enemy, and they all went off. I'll have to find it. It is it's Ew. fantastic. That's so hilarious. It, combining abilities makes it for some really cool moments. The last visionary that I went to was the guy who has his own like base RPG thing. Yes that fucker um i did that one that's the last one i remember but then is he doing that, that can go invisible i think he teleports i think his is the teleport one he is sorry yeah he's the teleport one he's the teleport one yeah sorry igor, and there was igor is the invis guy yes um then there is i had to go back and kill wenji again for some yeah. reason 
So I did that. Um, but no, yeah. like that that's fun anyway. I'm enjoying that, but I haven't gotten around to playing it. Um, I need a I need a lap board for my new setup. Yeah, I'm gonna buy myself one for Christmas. So, as you know, I've got the OLED there, but I'd have I have a a wired keyboard. So my next thing is to get. Uh, that Corsair is it XK sixty three or something? That's the sixty five or whatever. Yeah. The lap boards. You yeah. get the lap board to go with it, and then I can just swivel and play. <laughs> Will you be able to play though without those armrests? I'll figure it out. I might have to get like an oversized plank of wood that I put here, and then put the lap board on top of it. I'll figure it out. Fair enough. Be fine. Yeah, be My plan is to eventually get like a little armchair for here. We and just bought a so an L-shaped sofa bed from Jisk, who just opened in Kerry. Um, that's going to be delivered next week or something. Very nice. So that's going in into my. I, 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 I I'd very much like to have an L-shaped sofa in the living room, but um, we got a dog instead. You did make that promise six years ago. I did. Did Quite you hilarious. Kept it? Yeah. Quite hilarious. But yeah. Buy you a husky you any... if you get me this. Apparently now Louise has to go find me the Metal Gear Solid PlayStation Four. <laughs> the whole hub around the bargain. <laughs> True. Anyway, it probably would have been cheaper if she bought it back then. Probably. Anyway, any final thoughts on Elden Ring? Um. Or any. Initial thoughts yeah. on Elden Ring, to be more precise. I will say it's not as pretty as um, Demon Souls. No, for obvious not. reasons, it's an open world game. You can't the fidelity in that is obviously going to be shite. Um, but it doesn't strike me as beautifully as Demon Souls Remaster did. Um, for, for a game that was developed for last gen, that is coming to next gen. Actually, it, that's it, a it really good question. How do you think this is going to run on old gen? They've already said. What did they say? 30 FPS. 30 frames. Okay. But I still wonder with the networking it's what that's going to be. 1080p, 30 FPS. Next gen. I don't see it hitting that. No, me neither. <laughs> I think... I don't know what this being a... Well, look. They haven't... They've only showed the Series X gameplay. Through yeah, be interesting. the reviewers, because I did notice the PS5 one doesn't seem Wait, to perform as well. It's out, you, you can play it on PS4 today, though. I knew. I thought it was only PS5 and the. Hmm. Oh, maybe you're right. Um, because I'd be interested to see how it's performing on old gen. I'm pretty sure you can play it on. You're probably right. Um, hold I on, just, I'll I check saw... it real quickly. Elden Ring network test. Because I actually looked up to see if um, there was an NDA that we could actually speak about this tonight, and there doesn't appear to be one. So, um, we haven't shown any gameplay, so that's fine. Yeah, apparently it's PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X. Apparently, it's all four. I'm going to have to look it up and see how it performs because I really worry about the, the Xbox One anyway and base PS4. Yeah, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen any drama about it, so I imagine it's okay. 
and um, okay. we we yeah. did some have some framey nonsense towards the end of the session that was the network but though. that was the network you had yeah. some framey nonsense at the start of the session oh i had some seriously yeah. framey nonsense Gee, yeah. i had a powerpoint going on <laughs> and then i got kicked out again <laughs> yeah but i think it'd be interesting to see how it performs it did have a performance on a fidelity mode i think it was prioritized frames or prioritized fidelity we obviously went with frames because you want to be playing that kind of game at 60 fps um yeah and You're i think a monster that, if you play that at 30 frames that that's the real challenge that's the way the hardcore players do it i think that initial moment where you step out into the when you open the door for the first time and step out into the open world you kind of just it i was just complete i was like wow this this is something this exists <laughs> It definitely made it feel like the jump from Dark Souls to a new game. It, it it feels like it feels like the evolution of the of the Soulsborne franchises. Like it mm -hmm. feels like the evolution of them. That this is the next. Yeah. Now it'll be Not interesting yet. to see what they release next. If they stick to the open world, or if they go, if they do a. Because this is this game's been in development for quite a while, I imagine. Mm. And actually, that's the other thing. Um, I know they fucking announced it was twenty nine. No, was it twenty nineteen? They announced Elden Ring. Yeah. And then radio silent until three months ago. <laughs> that that was part of Ralph's uh, impressions. He's like, when this game was announced twenty years ago in two thousand and nineteen, like it actually it the announcement to release of this game hasn't actually been that long no and that's something we've constantly been on about is that long release cycle and it's been fucking like that okay we've had the pandemic and time has done whatever fucking shit to our brains but that hasn't been that long no. and then when the when they broke radio silence it was here's oh the God, fucking release date uh, yeah and it was like, here's a release date in fucking January, like eight that, months that's from just, now. That's the From Software way, though. That, like, but that's the way everyone should do it. Yes, I agree. But it was great, I, I is what I'm saying. Like, it was great to see that. And then four, three to four months later, there's a gameplay reveal. A week later, there's a network test. There might be something in between. And then we get the game in February. Like, it's. I hope From Software never fall from grace. I can't be hurt again. Bethesda hurt me. CD Projekt Red now. hurt me. Yeah. I, 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 I can't have another one of my favorite developers hurt me. Please, please don't do it to me from software, please. Well, it won't be with Elden Ring anyway. Not with Elden rest. Ring. No, no, no. Not a chance. Yeah. I can't wait for my collector's edition. Oh, yeah, you got the collector's edition. Damn, damn right I did. It gets to go beside my Dark Souls 3 one. He's, where's the soul of cinder gone now? Oh, there he is, yeah. That's so nice. It is nice. Probably covered in fucking dust, though. You mean ash? Ash. <laughs> I do need to move Have some you... stuff around. I got rid of a lot of my pop vinyls. I put them all in the attic because I'm an adult now. So I need to move some stuff around and tidy it up and make it nice. But yeah, uh, I like yeah. 
I think the, the thing I kind of said in Discord and on Twitter earlier was that if you're a fan of Soulsborne games, you're going to love the hell out of this. And if you don't like that style of game, it's probably not for you. I still mm. kind of agree with that sentiment. I think a lot of people are going to buy this game come February because it's just so much hype around it. And naturally so, yeah. there's a lot of hype around it. It deserves it. But I think a lot of people will buy it and then go, what is this shit? I hate this. It's too hard. It's too difficult. I want to have my hand held. Why is this this way? And that that that's an inevitable conversation about this game coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's probably a lot less than, than previous Souls games. That it is going to have that open door a little bit for new people to try it that may not have liked a previous one um because of because of the things we spoke about but i do i do think it is at least if, if you've liked previous ones you're gonna love this don't be afraid don't yeah. be worried don't be worried it meets the expectations we've had and surpasses them yeah it's, it's gonna surpass them in a lot of ways it really yeah. is the only thing that you'll probably not be sold on is the open world. But as someone who hates open world games, I I know we only have a small area, so open world fatigue hasn't kicked in, but it doesn't feel daunting at all. And getting that map marker, I know you got it and I didn't get it in my world, but there's like a single point that when you collect that map marker, it unlocks everything for that portion of the map. And it's not a big, you have to go fucking, you know, destroy it. Power and take I over. Can't, and like, I can't remember where I found it. That's the only thing. It was it was in that plate the camp outside uh, the castle gates. Oh, it was. And it, it, was. it was just on a little statue, and you just picked it up while we were running around. And you're like, yeah. oh, map marker, um, map and it just unlocks your map. Yeah, yeah. And that's great because no one wants to go fucking scanning points of contact and being yeah. The way the way I kind of thought about it was that so I'll use Demon Souls as the reference that you had the four or five different. Worlds. Um, worlds to go to and that's what this kind of reminds me of is that you've got we're gonna have four or five different worlds but instead of having to instead of that being one path through or two paths through or and you loop back around it's more open and instead of having to go back to the hub to go and then go into the next world the different worlds are still all just linked in one open world. And I think that's probably the way that's going to be treated. That You'll clear out one world, then you'll go to the next world and clear out that. And then you'll have to go back to the other previous one to go kill another and other stuff will unlock and then there'll be a dungeon or whatever. So I think it still kind of is that same... This It's the same formula, but it's just... It's, it's sprawled out a little bit more it's flattened down and sprawled out rather than it's being just one world go to the next world go to the next world it's it's all those same worlds they're separate worlds or separate biomes whatever you want to call them but they're linked by a path or by a castle or by something you go through and actually you saying all that reminded me of a game that i actually think it is very much like and that's immortals phoenix rising because they have different biomes as such but it's this one open world that like okay it's not as big as Elden Ring but you can see the different environments and you can see how they're yeah. linked through them and um I don't think you've played that yet but it's it's I that same it. idea just on a 
very small scale. I started it, rolled my eyes at the opening cutscene and closed it. I'll get back to it. No, you didn't like the humor. Okay. Nah, the humor kind of didn't go. It didn't help. Now, I started at like 11 o'clock at night, which wasn't the best time, admittedly. No. <laughs> but you kind of have to do that during the middle of the day or something because you have to be in your, your dad jokey mood. Oh, was, oh, I had a great dad joke the day. I can't remember what it was, though. I can't remember. Oh, actually, I was telling you it was my nanny's birthday today. I wrote in our card, Happy birthday, nanny. <laughs> we tried to give you the dog for your birthday, but he wouldn't fit in this card. <laughs> my nanny opened it, read it, and howled laughing. I was like, we tried to put him, we tried to give him to you for your birthday, but he wouldn't fit in the card. He was too big. The low standard for humor. <laughs> she appreciated it, okay? She, that's because she still sees you as her special grandson. She's like, I'm the eldest one, so I got mm. a free pass. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss before we wrap it up? Um, I'm sure no. there's been, I'm sure there's been plenty of news over the last. Oh, the Steam Deck got delayed. Oh, I got that email. Yeah. It's okay. You still have um. You bought a thirty series graphics card next year. You, oh, never mind. I was gonna say you got you got a thirty series graphics card this time last year. You still got GeForce experience for another while. Nope, that's expired, and I didn't use it once. <laughs> and I am not paying ninety nine quid for six months to get access no. to an RTX rig. Fuck that. No, you just have to get extra. I have that xCloud, I have Game Pass, and now I have a laptop that has a 3060 in it, so I don't Very even nice. need that Steam Deck anymore. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, did you pre-order the Steam Deck? No, I didn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I use pre-order. it. I wouldn't use it. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't think, I don't think I'd use it, to be quite honest. No. Um, if there ever comes a time in my life where I'm traveling a lot for some reason, I'll consider it then, but... It's the kind yes. of thing, like, my opinion on it, the Steam Deck, is that it's going to become obsolete very quickly. Not because of how good or bad that is, but because of how good everything else is going to get very quickly. Mm -hmm. I think xCloud is, xCloud, GeForce Now, I know I said GeForce Experience a minute ago, that was a mistake. But um, xCloud, GeForce Now, PlayStation Go, whatever they fucking call it, that sort of stuff, I think, is going to become so accessible and so such high quality very quickly that the yeah. Steam Deck will just not last. Yeah, you won't need a powerful mini no. PC. You can just do it on your phone. Yeah. It's going to become like yeah. Netflix. I'm like, oh, I want to go watch something on Netflix. Oh, look, it's on my phone. And that's the way it's going to be with xCloud yeah but no uh, no other now, news with the screen that's on this um, Steam Deck you can just run xCloud through the Steam Deck so it'll be like you'll have everything in that handheld device you won't need the clip stupid looking stuff onto the side of your phone mm -hmm. or anything like that so I think it'll be great for that but I, I, I just think everything for everything else it's just going to catch up so quickly yeah, it's a good point. 
Yeah. We'll see. I could be wrong. No, I think you're free. Like, that's the thing with hardware. It comes obsolete in about 18 months. It's the same with, um, I guess, Switch Pro or Switch 2 or Switch Next or whatever you want to fucking call it. Switch it up. Um, yeah. Switch it up, Nintendo. Come on. Yeah. Like, I, I think that hardware will be obsolete nearly on arrival at this stage. Just be. Aside from Nintendo keeping all their first party stuff on that platform. Like, aside from you have to own this to play it, in terms of the actual performance of it, it's going to be obsolete very quickly unless it's very, very expensive. Yeah. PlayStation PlayStation have recognized that, which is why PlayStation are moving into PC gaming as swiftly as they are. Um, who would have thought a year ago that Horizon Forbidden West would be launching on PS5 and PC in the same calendar year? That's not confirmed. It, it, it's not confirmed. That is part of a leak, apparently, from the GeForce Experience leak, or GeForce mm. Now leak. But and we get it, the remake on uh, PC as well, apparently, according to that leak. Yeah, like that sort of stuff. Like it's all PlayStation are going to start porting their games to PC in the same calendar year, the same fiscal year, um, and that's a sign of where things are going. Yeah. And Nintendo's just gonna if they don't change it up. Not that they'll fall behind, but the only reason to own their platform will be to play their first party stuff. Yeah. And people will find a way around it eventually. And Kotaku will write an article praising it. Yeah, I don't think there's any other big news this week. Um I think Dill said he's off next week, so he'll be back next week. So hopefully we have all three people. We'll see. If not, you just have to play some more debt loop and then we can do a review of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's our high level thoughts on Elden Ring. They were brief. Um I think the actual coverage of it from the likes of Skill Up or Fextra, those sort of people all had great coverage on it. Go watch some of that stuff because and the same way uh, Tamur Hussain, go read his stuff on it. They're all passionate people for these sorts of games. They know what they're talking about. Yep. So go, go read Actually, that. You need to check out Distortion as well. He's a speedrunner in that. Check yeah. out what he thinks. Let me know what he says. Send it to me. Um, yeah. And who's your man? Um, Zeus. He does Bloodborne speedruns and crazy I runs. I, I think it's my... What's his name? So, Zeus is what he calls himself, anyway, but it's some weird fucking long Twitch oh, name. I didn't see that. He's a I bit saw, eccentric. I saw Jason Schreier put out a tweet, actually, as well. Woke up early to play Elden Ring, took down three bosses, was told by a fort to put my foolish ambitions to rest, got torn apart by a gang of giant crabs. Can't wait till February. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even go near the crabs. So. Uh, we didn't, yeah, we didn't. I'll, I'll probably explore all that tonight. Let me know how it goes. It's the weekend. I know. No, I'm going to bed. I'm wrecked. Yeah, I think I've been quite tired. It's, I'm exhausted these last couple of weeks. I've been clocking out of work and kind of falling asleep on the sofa and not really doing a whole lot. I'm struggling, to be honest. It's also the change in the evenings. It's everything. It's, it's, everything. Yeah. it's everything. It's it's work is crazy busy the last couple of weeks. It's the evenings. It's walking the dog and it's IRL stuff that I don't really talk about um, online so yeah yeah i'm just tired 
Just time. Yeah. Anyway. But look, we have more Elden Ring to play over the weekend. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll only be able to play a little bit tomorrow. I have to go to a 30th birthday tomorrow. My oldest friend is 30. And he'll, he'll be 31 the year after that. We won't have Elden Ring network tests next year. No, we'll have the actual game. Hopefully. Anyway. Anyway, if you've listened, thanks. That's our Elden Ring stuff. Um, it's fantastic. If yeah. you got the network test, I hope you enjoy it. If not, wait till February. You'll enjoy it. Peace. Peace.